0: Please stay tuned. You worth Sirius FM one hundred five point seven, your number one station in the East Rand. Oh, lovely, Nashida Medina, Medina. I know we love Medina, Medina, the peace, tranquil place. You know what? I'll tell you. When I meet, whenever I meet Sheikh Ramadan, tranquil, cool, calm, and collected. Uh, Sheikh Ramadan, he is a Al Jazeera blogger in Arabic, he is a, uh, an Ali, mashallah, also a lecturer that's, uh, you know, loved by everyone, uh, Sheikh Ramadan. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Yes, we all talking about, you know, Suru Ramaphosa of Ramaphosa, uh, he's the head of uh, Sadiq and he's also appointed some envoys to go and look into the situation uh, there in Ethiopia hoping for it not to become a disaster. You've been keeping us up to speed. And tell us, Sheikh Ramadan, Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh, what is happening there and what's the latest? And keep, uh, keep us up to speed.
1: rahmatullahi wa barakatuh brother Shafaat. I'm doing very well, alhamdulillah. Uh, yes, uh, there are some uh, moves from the uh, AU, but it looks like um, uh, not that much, but not fast. Because the, uh, the situation here, it's not about war between two countries or two, um, people. It's actually, uh, internal, uh, mutiny that, uh, the government needs to be, uh, to, de- to, to deal with. So, um, this is how it's viewed actually internally and externally. And maybe this, um, um, uh, interprets the um how 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 the international community is very uh reluctant to get involved in it because the Ethiopian government has uh, shown what step it, it had done uh, before uh, engaging
0: into this uh, war so this is the situation so far yes brother Shivad. Yes, as you say, the African uh, Union uh, getting involved and we know that African uh, Union in uh, places like Somalia and other, you know, war zones, they haven't been uh, too effective. But in the case of, uh, you know, what's happening in Ethiopia, the country that will bear the most brunt of uh, this, uh, perhaps uh, this, um, you know, conflict will be Sudan because uh, all the refugees, it is said, are running to Sudan. And uh, how is this impacting on the Sudanese government, uh, Sheikh Ramadan?
1: Uh, Yes, the situation in Sudan is uh, very bad, uh, given that there is um, a a, a kind of uh, no government, no government in Sudan. uh, Because the government is transitional government and it's not stable at all, which actually reflected very negatively on the living conditions of uh, the uh, people of Sudan in general. Because the government is uh, very weak and um, it is not coherent. Because it's composed of uh, uh, fragments of uh, political parties, very weak political parties, and um, now the uh, peace agreement, which was signed by some uh, rebel factions, now uh, is little by little reflecting on the coherence of uh, government. But still, the new government is not uh, uh, the new government is not uh, is not uh, formed yet. But still, the transitional government, which which was uh, formed initially, is still operating. Now, given that uh, these conditions are very, uh, very bad on the ground, uh, added to it the influx of uh, refugees from um, uh, from this uh, Tigray region, uh, which is bordering Sudan, uh, actually it is uh, worsening the situation at the moment. It is very bad in eastern Sudan, especially. Uh, But coming back to the uh, issue of uh, Ethiopia, uh, it looks like uh, there is um, some kind of uh, very quiet a um, very quiet uh, uh, situation at the moment while the conflict is uh, going on in the Tigray region. There is no much that is, uh, no highlight actually about what is going on there, but a uh, government uh, is uh, issuing um, a statement that is about 50 kilometers from the uh, capital of uh, the regional uh, from the regional capital, I mean, from the regional capital. So it's from 50, 50 kilometers. That is all what we understand. And government is giving ultimatum to these um, groups to surrender them, their weapons and uh, surrender everything so that uh, civilians could be saved and those who have run away from the, uh, from the region can be returned
0: back uh, to their homes. So this is what's going on. Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, Sheikh Ramadan. Also, the question begs: uh, Who's supplying uh, Ethiopia with arms and ammunition? Where they buy it from, and perhaps uh, this uh, rebel force, where are they getting these ammunitions uh, and arms? Uh, is there someone will uh, uh, destabilize Ethiopia? Uh, you know, uh, suit some uh, someone's agenda. I mean, you know, we uh, let's uh, read in between the lines, uh, Sheikh Ramadan.
1: Yeah, this is a very interesting question. Very, very interesting question. Uh, there are two scenarios. One scenario is, um, is a given scenario. It is, is uh, something that is, uh, un- uh, confirmed. The confirmed one is that, uh, before the, uh, the central government announced a uh, war against that region, the Tigray region, uh, it looks like, uh, the Tigray Liberation People, uh, Tigray uh, People Liberation Front was preparing for this kind of confrontation uh because they accumulated the um, the uh weapons from different regions before they were uh, before they announced uh, this kind of rebellion so they took uh, weapons from the government because they were part of the system so they took weapons and they uh, stored weapon in the region before um before they rebelled against the the government this is one scenario which is a given scenario the other uh, scenario also is uh, possibility of Egypt. You know, Egypt has a problem actually with the uh, Ethiopian government because of the uh, Millennium Dam, uh, the dam that uh, the the Ethiopian government is building uh, mm. on the River Nile. So the Egyptians actually are having a lot of uh, inconvenience. I mean, they are, they feel they feel very uh, un- unhappy about about it, and um, they are trying to cause some kind of unrest. Oh, This is, of course, this is what is said by analysts. So um, gov- uh, the uh, Egyptian government won't hesitate to support any, any uh, movement that is opposing the central government of Ethiopia. So there is a scenario that there is a kind of support in a way or another by Egypt. Uh, not, of course, through Sudan, not, mm-hmm. of course, through uh, Eritrea, because uh, Sudan's uh, stand until this moment is supporting the central government in Ethiopia. Uh, likewise, the region government also is supporting the central government of the UPS. So the uh, the, uh, the Tigray region is almost uh, uh, locked; it is landlocked; it is not open to anywhere. So the possibility, the possibility of weapons uh, moving from uh, somewhere to that region is is not uh, is not possible. Uh, the possibility is that they have accumulated enough uh, weapons with which they are fighting now, but they are getting support from
0: uh, Egypt uh, in name. Well, it makes uh, a lot of sense and also you look at the dam was built uh, with a lot of expertise coming from Israel and uh, you know I believe that uh, the Ethiopian government in Israel had a very cordial uh, relationship and also when you look at uh, President uh, Abiy, uh, I mean he's, uh, he's married to a Christian and how's the relationship between Christians and Muslims in Ethiopia I believe there's a divider between them, Sheikh Ramadan. Um, yeah, this is one of the most interesting
1: things in Ethiopia: the relationship between Muslims and Christians. Um, Ethiopia has come to know Islam for from the time of the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam, and uh, from that time, Islam has become part and parcel of Ethiopia's uh, uh, heritage. Uh, likewise, Christianity. Which is the Orthodox Christianity in Ethiopia is um, is is actually it is more ancient than Christianity in Europe, <laughs> so it is very old. So through this kind of um, of long history between Islam and Christianity in Ethiopia, there is a, there is um, and something that is a unique homogeneity between the two faiths. You find a uh, mosque here, you find a uh, uh, church here, you find and even within one family you find some muslims some christians so this issue of religious um, intolerance or religious uh, 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 conflicts or uh, fractions in ethiopia does not exist at all and there is um, um something that is you, you can't believe it the amount of um, of uh, religious tolerance that you find in ethiopia it is something unique you may not find it in any way in africa <laughs> uh because Ethiopia is a very cultured, very cultured country and it is very deep and it is not westernized at all. You can find uh religious uh frictions in countries which uh Christianity is is imported. Ethiopia Christianity is not imported at all. It is not European. It is purely African. <laughs> That's why wow. uh you find the uh, yeah you you find um, it, it Christianity here it is deeply rooted in the people's cultures, it is represented in the monuments and in everything. So it is purely uh, Ethiopian. So the culture here is very deep, whether it is Islamic, whether it is Christian. <laughs> and this is something very unique about Ethiopia, actually. You don't find it anywhere in Africa. And um, sometimes uh, it, it, it gives me the impression that if Ethiopia were a European country, it would have been like a maca, actually, to all the world. <laughs> because, mm. um of the monument that it has, it's because of the, uh, authenticity of its own identity. Uh, it has the language of its own, which is written by its, uh, in its own scripts. It is not like European countries that are borrowing, um alphabets from other, you know, uh, languages. So all the European languages, like Latin, uh, like, I mean, like French, German, British, uh, I mean, English, and all these kind of languages, they borrow uh, Latin alphabet, unlike Ethiopia, which has its own uh, alphabet, so there is a kind of uh, originality, there is kind of authenticity in Ethiopia. When you are here, you feel you are completely different world. So Islam and Christianity are living homogeneously in Ethiopia without any friction. Um, if you hear about any kind of political uh, uh, political uh, uh, problems, it has to do with politics. It doesn't have to anything to do with religion. Ethiopia. Uh, Coming to the issue of Israel, Israel of course is present in all over Africa, and uh, for Israel, Ethiopia is uh, is a very significant uh, place, uh, given the historical because the the Jews are concerned about uh, history and the Judaism and so on. So also there is um, uh, uh, traces of Judaism in uh, in Ethiopia, and if you remember, there there is um, a tribe. Which is called Flasha. It was uh, transported to uh, to Israel in, in uh, during 1980s through uh, through Sudan when the President Mere was in power. Um, so many of the flashes were taken to uh, to uh, to Israel, but some of them are still there. So Judaism, Christianity, and Islam um, are deeply rooted in uh, Ethiopia. This is what you can learn when you are here in Ethiopia. Allah you don't feel like you're in Africa.
0: Yeah, wow. yeah. you don't feel like you're in Africa. You're in a completely different land. Yes, sir, Sheikh Ramadan. Next time, you have to take me with you. I want to feel. I want to see <laughs> Ethiopia. I want to taste. I want to uh, go and eat in Ethiopia. And I want to feel that. Because my Nabi Muhammad, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he sent those people to Ethiopia. He sent those companions to Ethiopia. He said, go there. And there's a wonderful leader there. Negus, he will take good care of you. And Allah Akbar. This is why, you know, when we see the Ethiopians, we embrace them, we celebrate them, and we know that history really resonates beautifully in our hearts. Sheikh Ramadan, you were absolutely brilliant. Uh, your parting words uh, this morning.
1: Yes, my parting words. Actually, Ethiopia. I love uh, Ethiopia so much. When you uh, when you are here, you feel the culture and you feel the people. The people are very cool, very quiet you don't find you know even if they are um, sitting in a crowded place you hardly you hardly hear any uh, you know sound they talk to the, to the closest person to them they don't raise your, their voices they are so cultured people so wherever you see them they are so beautiful so cool so calm uh, which tells you where they come from so uh, actually ethiopia is worth of a study um, in all african countries Um, It is our wish and hope that whatever um, uh, conflicts that arise from here and there, uh, these uh, conflicts subside and people live in peace, as peaceful as they are. And Ethiopia is a very ambitious country under the leadership of uh, Abiy Ahmed. Uh, Abiy Ahmed is reminiscent of a new breed of leadership in Africa that has hopes, not only for his country, but for all over Africa. And he has a very ambitious project for the Horn of Africa, uh, which actually he embarked on it. But um, unfortunately, the change of regimes in the neighboring countries like Sudan, like uh, uh, what happens in Somalia, uh, it might uh, hinder uh, the progress. But I think he's very ambitious. And this is what he wants to achieve. Africa needs to have leaderships, the caliber
0: of uh, Abiy Ahmed. Shokran, brother uh, Shafi'at. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa salam wa rahmatullahi wa and jazakallah to our Sheikh Ramadan Ahmad for giving a brilliant reporter from uh, yeah he's in that part of the world and really enticing us, Yusuf to go on a tour to Ethiopia time for us to go for a break, when you get back inshallah we'll be going to Afghanistan and uh, talking to Hafiz uh, Chunara, here yeah? Imran Chunara there and inshallah, let's go take this quick break yeah, Please stay tuned. You're worth Sirius FM 105.7, your number one station in the East Rand.